1: No, I want this town to be near you. I stand alone. I stand alone.
2: This is Monica Perez in for Mark Aram tonight from six to eight. You might know me. I am the libertarian voice on WSB. Normally, Saturdays from three to six. So, uh, but I love Fridays. Friday's my favorite day of the week. I'm happy to be here. I, if you listen to my show, you know I've got the my favorite hobby is making craft cocktails, but I have to keep it down to. Basically once or twice a week. So Friday's my night. I have uh, a great little cocktail planned. I put on my website, Monica which happens to be the color of all the pollen that is absolutely blanketing Atlanta right now. It's a very lively, vibrant color, but it's super annoying. And, but I just feel like there's a real lively vibe right now. I think maybe it's because kids are headed out for spring break. Maybe it's because there is just so much news today. I don't know. But we are I I think we're going to have some fun, ease into the weekend. And as a person who is a waitress for many years, I realize that a lot of people are working. They do not look forward to the weekend as the time off. But we're going to help you pass that time as well. So uh, if you have heard my show, you know that I'm a libertarian. I'm a hardcore libertarian, as a matter of fact, where I've actually given up on the possibility that this self-limiting government is uh, really what it promises to be. So the American experiment, I respect it, but I feel like we've kind of been corrupted beyond the point of no return. And it's possible that that was always in the cards, that there's just no way to do it. But I'm not ready for revolution I've decided that what I'm going to do for now cuz I love my craft cocktails, I love my kids even more. I don't want to kick the can of tyranny and the inevitable revolution down the road a little bit. By what I and how I do that is I really like to stay focused on the bill of rights. I try to stay focused on those rights enshrined in the bill of rights as our protections against a government we gave a lot of power to. So these are not, like, all the rights. They're just our rights to protect ourselves from the government. So I, although I can uh, recognize that conspiracies do happen, people behind the scenes are up to no good. I've seen that for sure. Uh, I recognize that. I understand people are scared of this or that. They think that uh, striking a balance is necessary here or there. I try not to let any of that fog cloud my vision and stay focused on what our protections are in the bill of rights and if anyone is telling you that some event or some law or some profound change in human nature means that that stuff is obsolete they're scamming you <laughs> and it doesn't matter the what they tell you is the reason and i like to stay absolutely focused on that and i and it's absolutely above and beyond the parties I'm not left of center. I'm not right of center. I'm deep of center. I'm going to tell you what's really going on behind the scenes, above the parties, and it starts a lot of times with a party doing the opposite of what you put them in there to do. I'm going to tell you how Lindsey Graham is moving that ball forward. Uh, so what I'm, what I want to tell you about, which you're probably not going to hear too much, this is how I think it really works with the, what I, what the. Left, right—the two-party psyop, psychological operation. So, if you just listen to cable news, watch cable news twenty-four-seven, you're not going to hear what any of these this behind-the-scenes language. So, when I say I'm deep of center, I'm not—I'm not looking at Fox, looking at CNN, deciding which one is right. In my mind, they're both playing the same game, and that is—I guess it's called—I mean, I know what it's called. It's called a dialectic, but that's another term that not everybody is familiar with but the idea is they set up a problem whether it's a real problem they just frame in a certain way or create a problem then they offer then people freak out and then they offer you a solution to the problem that they put in motion in the first place or they framed in the first place and even though it looks like there's all these issues that divide the country in in my opinion The Republicans and the Democrats have never been closer together in everything from big, big spending to foreign intervention to most important, in my opinion, taking away our rights through surveillance, censorship. And this week, the thing that caught my eye was uh, a gun control measure that Lindsey Graham brought up. It's uh, he had a, a hearing. They're calling it a red. They're calling red flag gun laws. And the idea behind it is if there's a red flag, if something is about to happen, you can, as Trump said, take the guns first, worry about due process later. Donald Trump said that. So, and it reminds me between Trump, Pence, that was a year ago. They said it right after Parkland. uh, Then, and then this, this, just this week, Lindsey Graham's kind of carrying that ball forward, but they, it reminds me of a call I once got and I've, I've echoed this guy's sentiments, his very words ever since he said a Democrat is not the Democrats are not going to get your guns. It will take a Republican. I actually started a hashtag. It will take a Republican. And the problem is that if you listen exclusively to the, main, you know, the 24-7 cable cycle on the left or the right, you're just going to get what they want you to hear. So they, so you probably haven't even heard about this Lindsey Graham having this hearing where he wants to, and he really lays it out. I'm going to play clips of it for you. He really lays out the plot. <laughs> he said there's not enough appetite for a federal law that would allow law enforcement to go to a judge and argue why you should lose your guns based on your mental illness. So it would be the law enforcement makes the claim, the judge makes the ruling, and you lose your guns. So I'm not I'm not just a knee jerk gun advocate. It's not I'm not a single issue voter kind of thing. But I don't actually believe the government has the right to to uh, take away your fundamental right to self defense. And I had a, a a another great contribution from a listener. The name is Pliskin. turned me on to a libertarian psychiatrist and activist named Thomas Saz, who pointed out that the mental health issue is used increasingly to control society. So what they so he point he suggested and I just this is so brilliant and I hadn't thought of it. He suggested that he, that we not allow any rights to be encroached without a jury trial of your peers and I just absolutely love that and the more I think about that and I think about it in other contexts, the less I like plea bargains I feel like jury trial should be an inalienable right so I want to delve into that a little more and take your calls, 800-WSB-TALK right after the break, this is Monica Perez This is Monica Perez filling in for Mark Aram on this lively Friday night, trying to ease you into the weekend or keep you company if your weekend means work and talking about stuff I don't think gets covered in the, the really highly partisan world of the 24-7 news cycle quite the way I, as a libertarian, looking at it from the outside, with a constant focus on our rights, look at it. So when when Trump or Pence or Linz, Lindsey Graham say stuff about, well, it's just a minor uh, encroachment on uh, uh, your right to bear arms I say well that's that's just the the wedge that that opens the door and I want to hear what you have to say Four zero four I'm going to go to Mike and Marietta Mike you are on with Monica
3: hey Monica um, hey, great subject great subject and I've been waiting for somebody to talk about this but um as far as i can tell it's it's basically the same things the dems tried as far as a no-fly list let's uh anybody on a no-fly list shouldn't be able to get a gun so let's put everybody on the no-fly list how do you get off of it i don't want my neighbor yeah. to have the ability to decide they're mad at me so they're going to call the cops and come get my guns just because they think i shouldn't have them i think the red law is the red flag law is a crazy law and it's and it's I know in other states where it's enacted, there has been several people killed because of this law. What do you mean? Well, they've come to get the
2: oh, guns, wow. from
3: people, and so here you've got authorities at your door, pounding on your door, wanting to get your guns because you have been turned in, and so it's just Gestapo all over. So people need to wake up in this country. Period. Yeah, I.
2: I didn't think it had escalated to that point yet. And oh. and it's, it's actually even worse than just somebody turning you in the law enforcement can bring that concern themselves and go to a judge. So in my mind, if you yeah. go, you know, that's, that's like tantamount to absolute power. If you, absolutely, if you, yeah.
3: Yeah. And I'm in the, I'm, I'm in the make guns into, well, that's my, that's what I do as a profession. I make, cowboy guns race guns so people can have fun shooting cowboy guns (laughs) funny so it affects me you know uh uh you know right at the source because i mean uh it just, just imagine i mean you can just let it go um how far this thing could go uh if somebody knows that party B has a gun and they've got a beef with them. All they got to do is report them and let the authorities deal with it. And the authorities say, well, Hey, we've got this law and we've got to come get your guns until we decide you can get them back.
2: And, and wow, if, when's that going to happen? If their default position is the less guns, the better, which I think you can safely say is that is the, the authorities in the places where those laws are passed. I, I think that that's a safe assumption then they're not going to say, well, let's let's just suss this out a little bit first. Let's not be hasty. I think they're going to say, here's an opportunity. There's liability if we don't take advantage of it. And less guns are better anyway, so let's do that. Well, and
3: Well, I don't—well, uh, and there again, I don't agree that less guns is better. Uh, more guns is better. It seems the more armed a populace is and the easier carry laws you have, and like in— uh, constitutional carry state.
2: Yeah, that's true. It's it's more guns, less crime. I think that is in the evidence. I'm going to tell you something else I think this might lead to after the break. This is Monica Perez.
0: The Mark Aram Show brought to you by Engineered Solutions of Georgia. The
3: focus is to literally give families and give local law enforcement additional tools if an individual is reported to be a, a potential danger to themselves or others now, allow due process so that no one's rights are trampled but, but the ability to go to court obtain an order and then collect not only the firearms but any any weapons in the possession or of position or might individual. take
0: the firearms first and then go to court because that's another system because a lot of times by the time you go to court it takes so long to go to court To get the due process procedures, uh, I like taking the guns early. Like in this crazy man's case that just took place in Florida, he had a lot of fires. They saw everything. To go to court would have taken a long time. So you could do exactly what you're saying, but take the guns first, go through due process second.
2: This is Monica Perez filling in for Mark Aram, and that was Mike Pence and Donald Trump talking after parkland event about a year ago starting the ball rolling that mental health issues are kind of an absolute defense against your gun rights but what they don't talk about is mike penn said oh we'd have due pro- process trump says don't even bother but the question is what is due process if a law enforcement officer this is what they were proposing a law enforcement officer asks a judge and a judge may has a pretty loose uh standard in many cases That's not due process, in my opinion. A jury trial of your peers and a unanimous verdict that you are going to lose your rights is, in my mind, more than 20 bucks, basically. Your gun rights, incarceration, whether it's mental illness or crime, why should criminals get more rights and a a longer, more thorough process before they are incarcerated or lose their rights than somebody who's accused by law enforcement of a mental illness. So I am going to take some calls, uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB. i want to introduce my producer and sidekick, Binkley. Hey, Binkley, how are you doing?
0: I'm great. How are you?
2: Great. Thank you very much for playing that, that clip, which always shocks me. I wonder why we don't hear people... Th- Talking about that, they, I feel like the whole purpose of all the circus that you see, the Mueller report or the Smollett case or any of that stuff, there's a few reasons that those things are covered around the clock. But one big one, I think, is a distraction from real issues like spending, debt, all that kind of stuff. But I try not to let it get, uh, get me down. I'm trying to keep a Friday feeling because I like to kick back even though my show my normal show is Saturdays from three to six so if you listen to me then you know but I I am but you know for me it's fun like thinking about stuff and talking about deep issues that's fun like my ultimate relaxation is to have a delicious craft cocktail of which I am a master (laughs) to make and and have an interesting intelligent conversation that usually lasts about two cocktails (laughs) (laughs) I put the cocktails, of I watch TV, anyway. But let's uh, let's continue this conversation. I'm going to take some calls. 800 WSB Talk. I'm going to start with Larry in Tucker. Larry, you are on with Monica.
0: Hi, Monica. Uh, well, you you just played the clip. I guess the Pence that due process I don't think is being afforded. They're trying to take a constitutional right without affording in person in visual um, due process.
2: All right, hold on. Uh, Larry, just hold on a second. Uh, but so is Larry. Sorry to cut you off, Larry. Uh, can you hear me? I, uh, I'm not sure. I, I, I hear you fine. All no, right. that's the problem
0: with the due process. But one other point that your other caller just made about more guns being issued, you look at Switzerland, nobody messes with Switzerland because the government, when the children turn 18, they're issued a gun by the government, and they have shooting competitions sponsored by their government. So every house, nobody wants to attack Switzerland because every house you go by is armed. Yeah, they oh, have the, the Swiss. I
2: uh, have a good friend who lives in Switzerland and they are required. Swiss citizens are required to have their guns. They are all members of the militia and they they get and he says they get in big trouble if they just wave them around, you know. But the fact well, yeah, is, you know, they're there and and it defends the country itself like we we give up a lot in the name of national security and people feel very insecure and want a very strong government. And you feel like you have to go into other countries and, and neutralize them from afar, lest they get in here. But the answer to a lot of this stuff is, didn't the Japanese say they would never invade this country back in world war two, because there's a rifle behind every blade of grass. I mean, that's,
0: yeah, I, I, I think we get in way too many. I was in the Navy and I was, you know, I had to do Somali and all these other conflicts. And I said we, to me, let the countries run their, run the way they, when they are. When we did Libya with when uh, President Obama was in. We had no reason to go there. I didn't think Gaddafi was a nice guy, but it's their country. Let them run it. I wouldn't want them telling us how to run the United States. I shouldn't be going in there telling them how to run their country. I don't like it, but that's their rules. I, 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 totally, that
2: I totally agree. And, you know, that's not something that a lot of people connect the dots on. And this is all part, in my opinion, uh, it, of trying to get us in such a state of fear to be worried about things that are completely out of our control they tell us that you absolutely uh have no control you're at their mercy you you they disempower us both psychologically through these stories and also physically by taking the guns away and then you're vulnerable and that's going to open up a whole new society which i will tell you about what my what i think that's after the break thanks larry this is monica we're back it's monica perez filling in for mark Aram tonight and we are talking about the well a hashtag i started it was called it will take a republican and i got it from a caller who said the democrats aren't going to take guns because we're too sensitized to that but the republicans could slide stuff in that heads down that road and lindsey graham's doing that with these red flag laws that they that a law enforcement officer can identify you as a mental health risk and ask a judge to allow the state to take your guns away. Now, if you believe 100% in the infallibility and good faith of the government, then maybe you're not worried about that. But since uh, they now try to claim things like conspiracy theories or not trusting absolute authority as a mental illness, you got to worry, what is the true purpose behind this? And I want to take some calls, 800 WSB Talk. David and Tucker, you are on with Monica.
1: Yes, Monica. A couple of points here. This reminds me of Minority Report, the movie yep. uh, without the psychics uh, bursting in on people's houses because they thought they were going to commit a crime soon. Uh, that right. way people get convicted before the trial, which is a total abrogation of individual rights, and, as you pointed out, Soviet Union invented schizophrenia as a psychological diagnosis, and the definition of it was opposed to whatever the government was doing.
2: Oh, like oppositional defiant? They have that here now, and they they label kids that if they... I don't know. You know, maybe there is something for real, but it just sounds oppositional defiant... It sounds like when they're disagreeing with what they're being told. So I well, feel like I feel like it goes down that road. Yeah, that you what you're talking about is it's a way to control society. And actually beyond that, I, I think I see it's a way for kids, especially to have to control their own thoughts for fear that they will be labeled as crazy. I know one thing is like anti-vaxxers. My kids are like, oh my gosh, mom. (laughs) Anti-vaxxers, like that's the rising meme that uh, is like tantamount to mental illness, you know?
1: Well, unfortunately, psychology does a lot of good, but it's a soft science. I remember within your lifetime and mine, there were things that were defined as mental illnesses. Now they're perfectly acceptable. And treatments that were perfectly acceptable that now would be a criminal act.
2: That's very interesting. Yeah, it is, and and actually, a tweet. Uh, the name is Pliskin. I mentioned earlier turned me on to this libertarian psychiatrist called Thomas Zaz, who really gets into that where he feels like he argues that. Mental illness is is not even a disease. Now, I, I don't go that far. I think I've witnessed it myself and I think people need help. But I absolutely embrace what he says about using that as an excuse to abrogate our rights instead of actually having to prove that somebody is a danger through normal due process. I mean, it says in the Constitution you can't have those rights abridged without due process. And the due process, in my mind, should always include a jury of peers. All right. So, thank you. Thanks. Thanks very much, David. Uh, I want to get into a little bit about like the state of rights in this digital age. Warren and Cumming has something to say about that after the break. And Binkley, my producer, is going to read from uh, News of the Day that, that kind of puts a finer points on it.
1: who get it done.